Welcome to Inside Economics. I'm Mark Sandy, the Chief Economist of Moody's Analytics, and welcome. This is a, a live podcast. Hey, guys. Or in person, right? Not li- Are we live? Oh. Well, we are live yeah. here, here. Right now. Gotcha. But not to the people watching. <laughs> live and in person, they're kind of, aren't they the same thing? No. No. Well, the way you said <laughs> Oh, because when we have a podcast, normally we're live, but we're not in person. Now no. we're live and in person. No, when we have a podcast, normally we are neither live nor in person. Right. We're recording it. Oh, <laughs> no, wait. This is, We're recording this it is now, not, too. Okay. This is not live. Correct. This is in person. Right. Oh, in person podcast. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. okay. But it feels like I'm live and in person. You look live to me. <laughs> uh, we're off the rails already. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, uh, okay. We're in person. We're not live. We're recording, and this is a uh, this is this is great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. although I I am hot. I, are you not hot? No, I feel good. You feel good? Feel good. Okay, maybe because I you know got embarrassed there with the whole live in person thing, sweating a little bit. Yeah, really. Okay. Well, this is the first time we've all been in the same room. Uh, yeah, and we, you know, this is the first time I've seen Ryan <laughs> in person in, in two and a half the years. Pandemic, yep. Yeah, and he got taller. Yeah, he, we were sure. discussing this before. Certainly, we went. And live. You guys are shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. Hey, 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 listen, look, look, look. Put the camera on, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Who does he remind you of? I never, I, it never dawned on me until I, I saw him walk in the room today. <laughs> Who do you think? 17 years. John McEnroe. You know, obviously a young version of John McEnroe, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you look just Maybe. like him. Maybe I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Oh, have to look it up? Yeah. You got, I don't know you've got, you're head. kind of irreverent, you know, sort of irreverent, you know, in a kind of quiet way. McEnroe is like irreverent in a, in a loud way. Yeah. Yes. You know? He expresses yes. irreverence. Ryan's got all kinds of looks and eye rolling. And well, we're going to be talking about recession today, so maybe I'll channel my inner Sean McEnroe. McEnroe. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. And that, and that is the topic of the podcast is recession odds. And, of course, we've been debating this one a lot and discussing this a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Few months really, really since the beginning of the year. So, this is how I thought we'd frame it. Uh, we uh, each talk about our odds of recession over different kind of horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, next six months, we'll take the next six months. So, between now and let's say March, uh, April of next year, so kind of near term, and we'll talk about that. And, and I will say, I think when we had Alan Blinder on, you know, the uh, University of Princeton University professor who was vice chair, uh, he, we were talking that it's hard to imagine the, that we wouldn't have a near-term recession. If we were going to have a recession, it was going to be near-term. And now it feels very different than that. Uh, so, we'll, But we'll talk about that. And then we'll go to the 12-month horizon, okay? Mm-hmm. So one year, so between now and September of next year. And then we'll go to uh, 18 months, let's say through early 2024, spring of 2024. Gotcha. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, not... Yeah, 18 months. Mm-hmm. Should we go longer than that? Maybe if we have time. We'll, we'll, well, anything longer than that, it's 100% probability. You think so? Well, anything but, longer than that? Yeah. Well, we haven't, well, re- we haven't repealed the business cycle. Probabilities can actually go down. No, 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 no I think they will go down. Yeah. Yeah, so, they could. But so longer we term, we no, haven't repealed oh, the business yeah, cycle. Yeah, at yeah. some point. At some yeah. point. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be a recession. That's what you meant. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Does that sound like a good... Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, before I do that, though... Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I don't look carefully at the consensus kind of forecast. I don't, at least I don't do it on a regular basis. Uh, do, do you look at those? 
once in a while because I don't want I don't like being influenced. influenced. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you seem like you might be, you know, easily impressionable. By you. <laughs> 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 I'm so the, the only reason he has me here. <laughs> just, just a punching bag. <laughs> no, but no, but if you look at consensus, what do you think consensus is for a recession at some point in the next eighteen months, uh, based on? There's different flavors of recession mm-hmm. and different people have different views on what that recession might look like and when. But what do you think? A consensus view at this point. My guess would be 50-50. <laughs> 50-50. Kind of wishy-washy yeah. Mm-hmm. 50-50. assumption. Well, no, it's not. Well, 50% of economists say no. We'll make our way through. 50% say we're going in at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. That feels roughly right. Yeah. Perhaps, yeah. Oh, why, why do you mean? Well, it's, a per, it's still a percentage, right? It's not just 50% say yes, 50% say no. Yeah, everyone's coming up with a. Oh yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Right. So. But if I'm looking at the distribution of economists and the yeah. projections, and are we going into recession, Mister or Miss Economist? Half are saying yes, half are roughly saying no. It feels like, mm-hmm. well, sort of. Yeah, but I don't know but. of many places that have a forecast like they're in their forecast. Their baseline forecast is for a recession. Yeah, I mean, there's maybe one or two that I've heard. No, of. no, 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 uh, no, no. I think no. it's growing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. growing. The investment yeah. banks, I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, in particular. If I look at cons- uh, consensus economics, for example, or focus economics, mm-hmm. we use them you know, for consensus. And you can see in the 2023 GDP growth forecast, a negative number or zero. I well, consider that to be a recession. A recession. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's quite half or there, but at least a third or, you know, there. And you got, you know, Bank of America, Fannie Mae, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of, bunch of institutions you know, yeah. saying that. I don't know of anyone who's calling for a deep recession or severe no. recession, right? Even those that are... Yeah, it's true. Predicting. They're all small negatives. They're all saying, yeah. Z- you know, zero, you know, small negative. You know, minus like one. Minus, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see minus one. That's a, that would, that would be, be big. That would be pretty big mm-hmm. for calendar year decline in GDP. Oh, I was thinking peak to trough. Oh, peak okay. to trough. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, statistics game. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think I was going to do the statistics I'm game. Prepared. I got a statistic, though. Okay. Lay it on us. It's not really... I'm I'm doing it backwards. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give you the statistic. I'm gonna ask you, you know, what it is. Oh, what so, it, okay. yeah, yeah, what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like Jeopardy or something. Okay. Okay. All right, Alex. <laughs> Alex Rebecca over here. All right. What is the uh, peak to trough decline? Average peak to trough decline in GDP, real GDP, in the twelve. There's been twelve recessions since World mm-hmm. War II, I believe. Right. Yep. Since World War II. Two percent. That's pretty good. Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. Way to go! Oh, see this is, cowbell. Are, this is this is. Uh, where do we get the? This is, this is from Tim, right? This is from Tim. Tim Daly. Tim, Tim, Tim Daly, our buddy Tim Daly and the sales team. Uh, and these are custom made. Yeah, custom they're, made. They're fantastic. Do you want to ring it? No, Chris got it. You oh, ring yeah, it. Right, you ring it. Here you go. What, is this? Oh no no! Smell? I got to ring it for him. Yeah. There you go. That actually has a good sound to it. It does. Yeah. It's Although the, we all look a little scary. I think. <laughs> You definitely look yeah. like John McEnroe in this picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I look yeah. even scarier than that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, oh, two and a half, two and a half percentage points, you know, peak to trough decline in GDP. Okay, here's the bonus question. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, what is the peak to trough decline? And this is all quarterly, by the way, quarterly. Okay. On a quarterly basis, quarterly periodicity. We, uh, I've got another one on, mon- on a monthly basis. But okay, on a quarterly basis, what's the peak to trough decline uh, in the financial crisis, the Great Recession? Began in... 
First quarter of 08 extended through the second quarter of 09. Excuse me, 09, a long recession. Oh, gee. Uh, four? Four percent. Four. Way to go. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Way to go. Yeah. Excellent. Nicely done. Good job. Okay, here's here's the no collusion no, here, right? No. no. <laughs> now here's the here's the uh, here's the bonus question. On a monthly basis, and this goes to Ryan's monthly GDP estimates. Oh, so now I, I should get you this. You should know this. <laughs> what is the peak to trough decline in GDP in the pandemic recession? In the pandemic recession. Oh. And it, and it, 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 it blows my mind. You know, I'm not sure yeah. it's right. But you did this. You constructed this statistics, so it's got. Oh, be right. it's right. Yeah, it's got to be right. Because we. Yeah, peak to trough. So the peak was all February. Add up. They all add up to GDP, quarterly GDP. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so it's got to yeah. be right. So it's February 2020. Mm-hmm. It, we cratered in March, April. I think April was the bottom. So really, two mm-hmm. month, two month decline. So in that two months, what was the peak to trough decline in GDP? It was did, something crazy. Did we go double something did, crazy. Did we go double digits? Double digits. Uh, yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I'm trying to think. 12%. Pretty good. 15%. 15. 15% percent. Uh, percent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Employment also, months. 15%. Yeah. Yeah. We lost 22 million. And we're not even sure if that was properly measured. Right? Exactly. <laughs> right. It could be worse. Could have, yeah. been, could have mm-hmm. been a lot worse. Yeah. Okay. All right. But with that as a preface, uh, let's talk about the probability of recession going forward uh, next six months. So near term. And, it, and let me define terms. A, a recession is a broad-based, persistent decline in economic activity. Now, ultimately, it's determined by the Business Cycle Dating Committee of the National Bureau of Economic Research, a group of academic economists. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they use judgment, look like a plethora of data. But in my mind, you can't have a recession unless – and it's not, can't be, it's not broad-based unless the job market is – struggling in, unless we're losing jobs. We've got to be losing jobs on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Unemployment has to be moving north on a consistent basis. I think that's cr- – well, do you agree with that? I mean – Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. first two quarters of negative growth that everyone yeah. talks about, yeah. it's very concentrated in trade and in inventories. That's right. not recession. It doesn't feel like a recession. We, we created a lot of jobs and yeah. employment actually declined. You know, yeah. was 6% at the start of the year were 3.7. Mm-hmm. I think it was 6%. Was it? And three seven now. That's not consistent with. I don't know. I think we were six at the beginning six of the year. At the beginning of the year. I think I so. Seems, seems high. High. It does seem high. Now that I say it, but I think I'm usually I get these like. <laughs> yeah, you're usually <laughs> spot on. <laughs> spot on. Yeah. And I, I can fact check you when. Yeah, can you fact check at some to. point when when he's blathering over here yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some time yeah. to check up on these statistics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Where was I? Uh, oh, the six. Oh, this, oh, the defining terms. I was defining yeah. terms. Yeah. Uh, so you got to have steadily declining employment, and let's say it's it's got to be six months more or more. You know, not three months, not two months. It's got to be three months. So the pandemic was not a recession. No, <laughs> no. Well, okay, good. It really point. didn't meet yeah. their definition. It didn't. Right. Well, lasting no, more than a few months. It was so months. severe. It was yeah. so, so profound. Based, that, yeah, exactly. that dimension of it blew out. Oh, yeah. Who cares if yeah. it's too much? Just nitpicking. Yeah. The whole world fell apart. But that's a great point. No, that's a great point. Um, and uh, we're saying it, uh, it starts in the next six months. So okay. it doesn't have to start next month. Probably, you know, likely won't. But it, 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 at some point in the next six months, between now and let's say March of next year, April, uh, the, the recession begins. You know, something like that. Okay, so what do you say? What is the probability, in your mind, yeah. Chris, of that? 
I would say between 10 and 15%, Ooh. which is the Ooh. historical average, right? That right. the economy has been in recession going back to 1900. Um, so was that an ooh because it's too high or too low? No, it felt low. It felt a little low. Yeah. low. For six little months. Low. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. tell you why. But after you tell me why you think it's 10 to 15%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm going to use exactly what you use on me all the time to explain why you're too low. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait until we go to 18 months and see what the... Oh, yeah. that, well, that's the crux of the matter, I yeah. assume. Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, to get into recession within the next six months, given where we are today with such a strong labor market, still a lot of uh, firepower in terms of excess savings, means that there's some other shock that hits us within six months. So that's why I go back to the historical average... You know, oh, oh something, interesting. Something else must be happening within Makes that sense. period for us to, to mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, but don't you, this goes to my, yeah. why I think if it's a little bit higher. Now, I, I want to know what yours probably, I'm not going to tell you mine until he okay. tells you his, but mine's higher than yours, only because uh, for the same logic, it's low, but it's higher because we're so vulnerable to that shock. Right. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't take a typical shock to push us in, right? Even a, like, like that rail strike that was about to happen last That could have done it. That felt like that, in a more typical time, that would be, you know, okay. It's not great, but it's no big deal. But in this time, when supply chains are a mess, uh, inflation is already high, mm-hmm. people are already on edge, you know, that that would drive us in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're assigning higher than 15% chance of some yeah, major I, event. Yeah, and, and I like the way you reframed it. You're saying on average, if it was a typical year, on average, it's, it's – Probably closer to 15 than 10, but let's say 10 yeah, to 15. Yeah, I think it's somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. I think that f- feels right, but it, I would put it at 20 because uh, – oh, and I'm sorry, I went ahead of you. Oh, we're close. You're, I was 25, 30. You're a little impressionable. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> did I mess with your – did I mess with your mind? No. I, no I, you, yeah. I would never change my number based on – I do the opposite. When we Remember when we forecast employment? Yeah. If your number's the same as mine, I yeah. change my forecast. That I, is I got, true. He does do he that. He makes me worried. Yeah. Because he knows I'm wrong, dead yeah. wrong. So. so if you go to a restaurant and uh, someone else orders what you want. Oh, yeah. I can't order the same thing. Really? No. Oh. Yeah. If Katie orders, my wife orders. Like, oh, that's reasonable. It, no, I can't do that. No, I agree with that. That feels weird. Yeah. But my wife does it. She, well, she why is like, that reasonable? What is this? No, it's reasonable. It's very reasonable. That's a reasonable thing because, it, like, she, he gets the fish. And then, it, you know, she got the fish. He gets the fish. The fish is no good. Then what do you do? You're 0 for 2. You're, yeah. You got to switch yeah. it up. You know, I get the pork chops. She gets the fish. The pork chops are good. You share. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my logic. That's, that's, that's yeah. Negotiation at that point. I see. Okay, yeah. so it's a what, risk what management. What about those Brussels sprouts? Are they part of the deal? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. no. <laughs> Do you guys get the same thing? Sometimes? If we both want to, oh, both like it. Oh. Why, uh, I'm telling you, I'm burning up in here. I'm burning up here. Maybe we haven't, I'm even started. Huh? we haven't even gotten started. I know. Oh, I know. Wait till we I'm get just to saying. Heated debate about recycling. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a bloody mess. You know, before this is all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope before not. this is all over. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Okay, hold on. Uh, Train of thought. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Because so typically ten to fifteen. I get it. Okay. Twenty percent. Just because it, for you know, I think fundamentally the economy. I mean, when you're creating so many jobs. Uh, hard to see businesses turning tail, running for the bunker, and start laying off workers. Yeah, exactly. And, and going into recession. How, how exactly how is that going to happen? Unless you get whammed by a shock, 
And I'd say the probability is it doesn't take a, a big shock to do that because everybody from the CEO down to the average individual is on edge, right? Right? Shem, are you on edge? Are you worried about recessions? Shem is our producer. Yeah. So uh, the quality of this broadcast depends on Shem and his buddy Eduardo. Eduardo, are you kind of like the sous chef? Would you consider you the sous chef? Or are you? Yeah, he's, he's the chef and you're the sous chef? Yeah, okay. All right. Yes, I am worried about recession. See what I tell you? Yeah. yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. No. Where we could talk ourselves into a recession? Well, so, when everyone's predicting recession. No, I mean, everyone's always. Yeah, I, I mean. This I mean, is first. This is bizarre. Mm -hmm. So it feels like everyone is on edge. And, mm -hmm. you know, if anything slightly goes off the rails, then, you know, we're going to go you know, mm -hmm. into a downturn. That's what, what do you think? So, so everyone's on edge. Yeah. Yet, so <coughs> I'm using personal experience. Yeah. It's coloring me. Over yeah. the last couple of weeks, we've done a lot of business travel. We've gone to yeah. a number of uh, yeah. clients and dinners and whatnot. And despite everyone talking about recession risk, the behavior doesn't seem to match up, at least in these major cities that we've yeah. gone to. Right. So I don't know. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, it'd have to be a really major shock to get us over the edge in the next uh, oh, six so months. Just the opposite of what I said. You don't need a minor shock. I, I just feel like this momentum is still there, despite the psychological aspect. Yeah. Right. The businesses are still yeah, maybe you're right. with plenty of uh, job openings. I don't know if they're yeah. really going to pull back so quickly, even in the face of a yeah. minor shock. Well, let me, I, I, I'm just, I'm have a hard time getting my mind around what, this dark sentiment actually means for the probability of recession, right? The, the kind of the obvious way of thinking about it is, okay, everyone's bleak. Therefore, what I just said, it doesn't mm -hmm. take much to push us in if something goes wrong, else goes wrong. Because we're all, the metaphor I have in my mind is we've got our hands on the bunker door, right? And if we hear one loud sound, we're going to run into the bunker, meaning we stop spending and, you know, we go into recession. But the restaurants are packed, the airport's packed, the yeah. hotels yeah, wait in line. Just, well, could, there could, seems like there's a cognitive well, let me dissonance. Ask you this. The other way, potentially thinking about it, it seems a little less satisfying, but I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe there's even another way of thinking about this. Because it is so bizarre that so many people are just discounting recession. For the fact that half of all economists are predicting a recession, that, that's unprecedented. That is unprecedented. Could be some groupthink. Yeah. That you don't want to be the last one to adopt. But it's the, it's the, entire, yeah. the entire, everyone's the group. Right, CEO yeah. confidence is really low. Jamie yeah. Dimon, the hurricane is coming. Oh, yeah. You know, comment. Mm -hmm. so, so could it be that, you know, we're, we're all uh, thinking recession. Recession doesn't happen. Certainly not going to happen in the next six months. We're saying low probability event. Then people say, well, you know, what recession? You know, I don't think there's a recession. And they kind of... No, no. I don't think that's what they're... Yeah, I don't think that's what I think happens. it's the timing. Yeah. What they have in mind. What do you Not going to happen right now, but... No, but most people, when they think recession, they think right now. Shem, do they? When you think know. recession, do you think recession, like, in the next few months? Or do you think recession in the next year or two years? Uh, by the end of the year. See? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's consistent with Google Trends. Yeah. If you look at... Google Trends data and search for what is a recession or recession, it yeah. has spiked. It's come down, yeah. but it was really elevated. So it was on people's minds, and that's what they're Googling. But it's been on their minds all year, right? I, I bet if you went back to March, people were already worried about recession. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the confidence was going. And we haven't had a recession yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so what are you saying? So yeah. I, I think there's that 
level of uh, anxiety is yeah. there, that doesn't necessarily trigger a, a recession right away. It could, it could be that they're anticipating recession later yeah. next year. Well, here's, yeah, I think he, next year. here's another reason why I think, uh, and this goes, this, if you're looking for things to look at to gauge whether it's a near-term recession, the, my, in my mind, and I'm curious if you've got other indicators, but my, the best indicator that I've found for uh, predicting a near-term recession over the next three to six months is a big decline in consumer confidence as measured by the Conference Board oh, Survey. We've right? got that. No, no, we do not. No. Actually, well, we do not. Conference board. Oh, 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 you, yeah. oh, three uh, months Not the U-Mish. I was, yeah. yeah. Michigan is sensitive to yeah, gasoline and stock yeah. prices now. It's, I don't find conference that useful. Board. You know, as a particular. Uh, it doesn't match my narrative. <laughs> well, that, well <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's no cherry picking. This is statistical cherry picking. I mean, I go back and Fair I look. Enough. I Fair go enough. back and I look, yeah. right? Yeah. Does, I have 12 recessions. I got 12 data points. I, of course, the conference board doesn't go uh, back yeah. that far. I got right. maybe eight data points going back to the 60s or something. Mm-hmm. And the conference board survey does a really good job. If it declines, it's an index. If it declines more than 20 percentage points in a three-month period, we, we're, we're going into recession three to six months down the road. And it never, I don't think it ever falsely predicts, it has falsely predicted that. Uh, and that go, those, I think it goes to the fact that the conference board survey is more labor, labor market, market oriented. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, right now, as of August, the last data point we got, mm-hmm. it actually improved from July because of the decline in, in energy prices. It's exactly where it was three months ago. So it's zero. It's not even negative. It was, it was falling through July. Right. Now it's not even. But it's at right. a low level. But, but I, that's my point, though. That's my point. That's my point. In terms of predicting the recession in the next three to six months, it's not about the level. It's about to change it. That, you know, think about that metaphor about hand on the bunker door. When confidence falls 20 points, the bunker door just opened and the consumer just w- walked in and shut the door behind them and stopped spending and we're going in, mm-hmm. we're going in, right? So uh, I think that actual, I said three to six months. I picked that because there's, you know, a fair amount of standard deviation around yeah. that. But the a- actual average is five months. It's actually five months. So this would say... Pretty low. Well, be, this indicator would have to get blown out of the water, to, you know, uh, based on its historical record. For not, to, it's uh, saying no recession. To your point. Yeah. So totally. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're discounting that. Well, yeah. The level, <laughs> the level of confidence. Yeah. Yes. No, no. The change. Right. Yeah. But yeah. But I'm just saying. Probability. Well, there's something we're we're nitpicking here, aren't we? God, he does this all the time. Yeah, he, he kills me. Right. Yeah. I don't know how you travel. You know what he's like? 15 versus 20? You know the boxing metaphor? He's like the rope-a-dope guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I go after him, and he's like, like this, like this. And then I stop, and he goes, boom. He waits for the knockout. He goes right in the nose. Shem, am I right about that? Can you feel that? Can you feel that strategy he's he's employing here? I like Chris. (laughs) We all like Chris. What are you talking about? We all like Chris. Where was I? Uh, Oh, uh, what other indicators do you? Jobless claims. Okay, jobless claims. Oh, yeah, because I mean, the, the kind of, that is a leading or not a leading. It, it comes. It's more high frequent. It's every Thursday. Yeah, counts the number of people that are filing for unemployment insurance benefits. It gets back to the labor market argument. That has to increase. Yeah, for the labor market to deteriorate, which would then cause confidence to fall. Yeah, that's so a good point. This is a kind of an early read of what conference board will do. And the UI claims are low. Yeah. Really yeah. low. Very, very low. low. Very low. I think last week they were two thirteen. Yeah. yeah, something. Two hundred thirteen thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's about as low as it ever gets. And normally when we're heading into a recession, not in one, it's 300 to 350,000. So yeah. we got breathing room. 
Yeah, so what do you think, though? We don't need to get the 350 before you start no, selling the alarm no, bells, right? No. Yeah. No, once we start heading in that direction, yeah, yeah. that's when the bar bells go so, off. So do you have like a rule of thumb? You know, what's the kind of the threshold above which, you know, recession now seems like it's increasing? 300. Oh, it's 300. Mm -hmm. We have to get as high as 300. I thought it was 250. No? I'd say 275 is when I get nervous. Yeah. Okay. Especially when we're trending up, and then 300 is. It's, okay, yeah, that's when. Oh, oh 250 yeah. is when. I think 250 is, is normal. I think. Kind of typical. 275, 275,000, yeah. if sustained, is consistent with no job growth. No job growth. Yeah. Right. We actually Which, want to get to 275. Right. Well, a little bit below. And, we want like and 50 to 100,000 jobs. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad if we got to zero for a little bit, right? For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then you're dangerously. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. Slip back in. And you're saying if I go over 300,000 initial claims for unemployment insurance, people, you know, saying I'm unemployed, mm -hmm. you know, government cut me a check to help me out. Right. We're in. We're in the recession. Or we're, yeah, we're, we're pretty we're damn we're, close. Yeah. We're tipping in. Yeah. We're tipping in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And do you have any, you know, kind of, uh, good indicators, near-term, kind of intermediate-term indicators you look at to, to gauge this question? Well, of course. No, yeah. don't do not do it. Not, Something not yet. housing related? Not, no, not yeah. yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, <laughs> it's a little longer term, oh. maybe 12 months. Here it comes. Oh, he's got another. Oh, really? I should mm -hmm. know this? It's he your said, favorite. Your favorite. My favorite. Oh, you want to stick with six uh, Not months. the yield curve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, he wants to bring that up already. But no, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That, that's not a near-term. No, <laughs> well. That's what? 12 to 15 months, right? Yeah. It's pointing in that direction. No, I'll say 12 to 18. Okay. 15 on average. On average, it's 15, yeah, right? 15 yeah. I think we've had some uh, episodes where it's been shorter. Mm -hmm. right? yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. Okay, we're coming we'll, back to that. We'll save this one for later. But we will. I have Chris's knockout punch to you. <laughs> it's, it's already in the forecast. <laughs> you mean you're going to gonna punch me, you mean? I'm not going to punch you. Oh. No. <laughs> i got to stay employed. Metaphorically punch me? You were just talking about the rope-a-dope. Yeah. Here's Chris's knockout punch. Okay, what is he it? He put it in the forecast. No, I'm going to save it. What's he talking about? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. You'll see. He's cryptic. You know? Mm -hmm. It's the McEnroe in him. Oh, it's yeah. the McEnroe. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, messing okay. with our minds. Yeah. Yeah. It's mind games. It's Do all you mind play games. tennis? No, no. You, did you see the way he said that? Oh, I can't, like, uh, he looks down at anyone who plays tennis. Oh, no. Shem, do you play tennis? Hello. Oh, see? Uh, <laughs> no, like, you're a big tennis player, aren't you? I, I yeah, used to be in my prime. Yeah, yeah, well, my elbow is all shot out from baseball. Uh, so you can get, uh, can't swing a tennis racket. Pickleball? I've heard I that's actually, fun. Have you ever yeah, played? It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I got to try. Yeah, that. we're getting into it. Really? Oh, you uh, play it? A little bit. I mean, the kids yeah. are starting. My oldest yeah. is kind of being able to hit it back. Where do you go for the, to play pickleball? <laughs> like the Y or something? Yeah, the Y. How can we mm -hmm. say it that way? See the way he does that? <laughs> no. I'm just, yeah, he's, you see, no, you know, he, like, he like, you know. Where do you go play pickleball? Oh, you haven't played I yet. haven't played pickleball. <laughs> Chris, where do you go? If I play pickleball, I would go to the... To the Y across so the, the street, y. and there's yeah. there's a, a park in Westchester that has pickleball pick ball courts. Oh, yep. cool! So yeah, I got to give that a shot. Well, mm -hmm. I noticed at the at the beach, the New Jersey Shore. Oh, you probably saw this. They, mm -hmm. They're turning tennis courts into pickleball courts because right. people don't play as much tennis anymore. Yeah, yeah, but pickleball is a lot of fun. Yeah, got I got to give it give it a shot. Okay, uh, let's move on. Oh, recession indicator. Your, oh, wait, I think it's your your probability. Oh, 30 percent. 30. 30 percent. Okay, yeah. so why yeah. are you on the high side? Because the peak in this is the probability of recession beginning in the next six months right. early next year first quarter is when we get the biggest drag from the tightening of financial market conditions so that's, that's going to be a drag on the economy early next year i think we get through it but yeah. that's my concern so you want to explain that 
you know, what, what did you what you what, what did you mean when you said that? Just explain that to the listeners. Yeah, so when financial market conditions tighten, so stock prices fall, corporate bonds spreads widen out, long-term interest rates rise. You know, it hits some parts of the economy right away, like value you know, dollar. housing, it's value of the dollar, great yeah. one. But then it there's a lag, and like the wealth effect, for example, t- plays out over time. So when people see the stock market decline, they don't pull back on spending right away. It happens over a period of time. That will likely the biggest drag on the economy will be early next year. And also some of the tightening from the Fed yeah. hasn't hit the economy yet. <laughs> no, that's right. going to be early next year. Yeah. So that's kind of two things that are hitting us all at once. Right. And I guess fiscal policy also had been a m- massive tailwind mm-hmm. that's now turned into a bit of a headwind. Should be neutral. Kind of neutral, I maybe, guess, by early next year. Well, the infrastructure yeah. should start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some true. of it should start kicking that's true. in. Yeah. Maybe but if, we're, if that's delayed, yeah. then that's just another support yeah. pulled away oh, interesting. early next year. Right. So you think, what did you say, 30%? 30%. In the next six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, Shem, are you writing all this down? You know, we have a track record here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got a track record. Okay. Let's go to the six-month, um, excuse me, 12-month horizon. So between now and let's say you know next September October, uh, what do you say? I'll go turn to you first. Probably oh, you have to come to me. Yeah, yeah you're seventy-five percent. Between now and next year, Ooh. seventy. Seventy to seventy-five. Mm-hmm. I I don't even want to know your eighteen month. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But actually, it's lower. Yeah. Because if we get through the next twelve months, then oh, I think we we interesting. dodge it. Oh, interesting. Because same thing with the you know the next six months you got tightening and financial market conditions. You have the Fed, and they're not stopping. Like, we have them, um, well, we can talk about the Fed forecast later. But we should, right, right now, because... It's 3.5%. We have yeah. it in our September baseline. It's yeah. more likely going to be 4. Yeah. Later this week, the Fed's going to release their new dot plot. Yeah. And I think it's going to be four and a quarter to 4.5, where they think they're going to stop. The so peak. by the time the, this is aired, we well, probably will have this right. from the yeah. Fed. Yep. So. So, right, well, let me, so you're saying very high probability we're going into a recession. Very good. Very high probability. If high. you were doing the forecast today and you were responsible for deciding. I put a recession sometime a recession. in 2023. Second half. Second half of 2023. Mm-hmm. But starting in the, between now and in a year from now. Yeah, because the Fed is not yeah. going to stop. Okay, so, so yeah. lay out the path for me mm-hmm. that... Uh, for the because it boils down to interest rates in the Federal Reserve policy, Correct. right? Okay, mm-hmm. so lay out the path for me as how you think it, the fund rate, and that's our benchmark for what the Fed's going to mm-hmm. do, plays out over the next year. So seventy-five basis points this month. Okay, so we are we're the, the the Federal Fund Rate target two and a quarter to two and a half. So let's just say two and a half, the top end yep. of the target. Mm-hmm. So Fed meets in a this week Wednesday. Wednesday, they're going to raise it. 3.25%, so 75 basis points. 3.25, then November. Another 50. That's oh. 375. Then and December. Then another 50. 425. Right. And by the way, that I'm with you so far. Okay. okay. <clears throat> then we go into next year. Correct. Where do they go? So as of now, I would expect them to pause if our inflation forecast is correct. Well, no, no, no. This but, is your forecast. Oh, you want my oh the recession forecast? Yeah, then they yeah. they go twenty five in January when they meet. Okay, so the inflation isn't coming down. It's fast not coming enough. down fast enough. Job growth isn't slowing fast. It's enough. not. So they have to keep go. They will keep going. Correct. So they we're now we're going from four twenty five to four fifty in January. Mm-hmm. And then what? Then one more twenty five. 
475. Yep. And that is sufficient to generate a recession. Yeah. So if you shock our macro model, yeah. if you have that, that's a mild recession. Oh, when you say mild, you mean like two quarters of, we lose yeah. jobs for six yeah, months. You know, yeah, you lose like jobs. We define the recession. recession. Yep. Broad-based, persistent decline, mm -hmm. at least six months, we lose jobs, unemployment rises exactly. meaningfully. Because you get further tightening in financial market conditions. Right. So, and then that bleeds through into the broader economy. So what happens to the stock market in that scenario? We're down mm -hmm. 20, peak to trough now. So what are we down? Like 25, 30? Yeah, so 25, 30. Okay. 10-year mm -hmm. yield goes to, we're at 3.5% mm. on the 10-year yield. Oh, you're north of four and a half. Or no, close to four and a half. Can't, you go to, you're going to go up a full point. Mm -hmm. Oh, the 10 year is going to go from three and a half to four and a half? It's yeah, going if, to the, be, if the Fed funds rate. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The funds rate is 475. Yeah. You think it's going to go to four and a half? Four and a quarter, I think. I got to double yeah. check the scenario. Okay, I'm just, yeah, yeah, it's right, it's okay. right around there. Just, yeah, we're yeah, over no, four. There's mm -hmm. inversion. It, it, yeah, there there's an inversion? inversion between the 10 year and the Fed funds rate. Okay, which is, we'll come back to that in a second. Mm -hmm. And uh, what up? mortgage rates were 6% plus mortgage rates. Sure, I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't look at mortgage rates. You don't? No. Oh, what did hey, you look do? At, yeah. Yeah. Because I, okay. I know the model is going to okay. spill over spill into mortgage. Okay. And then right. I look at housing. What about the value of the dollar? Is it going any higher? What is, what is this? I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> yes, the value of the dollar. The scenario. Yeah. 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 Think about this scenario. The Fed's continuing to tighten. Yeah. Europe. Eurozone is about to fall into a recession. Yeah. So the ECB yeah. is going to start cutting. So the dollar is going to keep going up against yeah. the, the euro okay. and elsewhere in the world. Okay. Because Inter okay. interest rate differentials are going to remain. So part of your story, well, big part of your story is the Fed over tightens. They're going to tighten because they need to get inflation in and mm -hmm. they're not, it's not happening by itself without a recession. Mm -hmm. Part of your story is overseas, particularly Europe, weak recession. So that kind of reverberates back mm -hmm. on us. Uh, any other elements to that? No, the key one's the Fed. I mean, if you listen to <clears throat> Fed Chair Powell's Jackson yeah. Hole speech, yeah. it's, you know, hell-bent on getting inflation back. And yeah. reading between the lines, they'll stomach a mild recession yeah. to address that. And if you look, we talk about this all the time. Our inflation problems are on the supply side. It's not the demand side where the Fed can affect yeah. inflation. So they're going to keep hiking rates, and inflation might start coming down if oil prices fall, supply chain stress eases. But if they don't see that, off they go. They're yeah. keep going. Okay. Can I ask uh, one more thing, and then before mm -hmm. we move on, in terms of underlying assumptions, okay, what do you assume about oil prices in that in this world we're in? They come down a little bit, but then they remain higher than what's on our our baseline forecast. So we have well, we have oil going back up to it's ninety dollars a barrel. We have it going up to hundred. So you can't it comes you, back down to ninety. It just stays yeah. right around where they are yeah. today. Uh, right around. Where, so mm -hmm. you're you're assuming. Nothing goes off the rails with Russia no. or oil prices. That's is, not part of this. Story. This is a whole policy mistake. Okay, it's, it's, scenario. It, okay, it's, it, well, it doesn't sound like a mistake. It sounds like it's by design. We're, well, we're going in because they want to ring out the inflation. Well, I think if the Fed in a perfect world would want to engineer a soft landing. Yeah, but that's. But but at the end of the day, they they yeah. decide they can't do that. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like them facing Hobson's choice: a yeah. mild recession yeah. now or yeah. potential stagflation right. down the yeah. road. What about the pandemic and supply chains? Are you making any? Are you assuming that continues to wind down and fade yeah. away? Yep. So we get a deceleration in inflation. It's just yeah. not fast enough for them to. Yeah. Underlying core, yep. we can get uh, oil prices down, gasoline, jet fuel. We get some benefit from vehicle prices coming in because of mm -hmm. supply chains. But the core underlying rates of inflation remain stubbornly high. 
Right. Wage growth is strong, which goes rents to keep the high, ri- yeah. rents keep rising. Mm-hmm. Medical car care cost inflation, and therefore, I'm, and, and I'm not going to. Let me ask you this. One more question. Uh, what do you assume about inflation expectations? They remain anchored. Oh, they remain anchored. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, that's the, that's the Fed's of- credibility. I think the Fed's credibility is still yeah. intact. Yeah. I mean, most measures, not all of them, of yeah. long-term inflation expectations are still yeah. anchored. That doesn't mean that, you know, that's going to help us on the inflation front today yeah. or next year. Right. And the Fed, to keep their credibility, they'd rather bring out the inflation now yeah. by overdoing it. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, what, what are your pro- – he's 70 75%, which means if he were king economist, he would – We'd have a recession in our forecast, built into our forecast. Yeah. Because over, remember, over the 12 months. Remember, because our philosophy, I think we all are on the same page here, that we, make a, we will only make a big change in our forecast. And going from no recession to recession is a big change. An enormous if change. If we are confident, yeah. and confidence defined by a two thirds probability, which mm-hmm. is obviously subjective, but right. we have to feel deep down, because we don't want to get whipsawed. We don't want to. Exactly. Recession, no recession, recession. Is that, that's no, that makes for bad right. planning. You know, for, hey, we do, it's not just with recession. It's like yeah. fiscal policy, yeah, monetary policy. Any yeah. major assumption. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you would, you'd have, you'd be one of those half of economists out there who have a recession mm-hmm. built in. Okay, fine. Okay. Wh- where are you on this? I agree with all uh, that uh, Ryan has laid out here, except the timing. I think that the recession is a bit later uh, than that. So I'm, as we get to the 18 month, that's yeah. when you see my probabilities rise. But yeah. for the 12 month, I would estimate something 50, 55%. Okay. Right? Yeah. But uh, for many of the same reasons that, yeah. uh, that Ryan uh, outlined, uh, is just, I think, I, I do think that consumers do still have firepower, quite a bit of firepower, so there might be some delay it's in a good really point. eroding the psychology. And real incomes are going to improve, right? Or are, they are. are actually improving because yeah. oil prices are in, inflation Correct. is coming down, so we're going to get a, a real income boost here. We have got nailed by real incomes. See how he does that? See no, that? I'm, no, I'm, see, I'm I, thinking. I, see, I can't see. I, well, so, he's on Zoom. I can't see him do these things. But his facial expression. No. Yeah. No? But if that I'm happens, too much into if that happens, the yeah. Fed's going to go even more aggressive. Yeah. So instead of you 50, need, 75. Shem, put a camera on, close <laughs> oh, up on this guy. No. Watch his <laughs> facial expressions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, can't hold, you can't hold anything. You can't hold these against me down the road. <laughs> Uh, well, he twitched. Uh, I know. Exactly. He twitched. He twitched. Yep. <laughs> he twitched. There's got to be meaning in that twitch. I'm a very sensitive guy. You are very sensitive. Uh, I, I'm very I think sensitive. the pandemic has made you more I'm very sensitive. Because before, I follow everything. Here, we could have careful. arguments and you would not get just uptight. <laughs> I'm not uptight. <laughs> I'm in defensive. Am I uptight? I, I, no. Shem, am I uptight? No, the <laughs> God, I like this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good producer. He is. Uh, exactly. Cameron exactly. Yeah. Eduardo, I'm not Bring sure him. about you yet. <laughs> you're still on uh, probation. We gotta, we gotta figure oh. you out. Oh wow. <laughs> well, Jeez. maybe that's too strong a word. Yeah. Uh, what was the right word? <laughs> probation. We'll go see, probation. We'll go probation. <laughs> <laughs> you see his face? I'm no. telling you. See, no. <laughs> What you're saying is exactly what my wife says to me all the time. She's like, you wear your emotions. Like, people can tell exactly what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like, Chris, I can't tell. Next what time, he's uh, he is yeah. like, we're going to have He's uh, like Aristotle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how Aristotle looked. You know? Okay, podcast poker. <laughs> Next oh, yeah. time, all right? <laughs> uh, oh, no, I would be awful. <laughs> okay, well, lay out your, your, your path for the Fed then. So uh, we're at two and a half. Yep. What happens 
this week. Very similar. Uh, 75. 75, 50, 50, 50. We're at four and a quarter by the end of the year. Yep. Then what happens? We get another 25 in there. So I don't know to, uh, specifically. Some, sometime yeah. in the first quarter. I okay. Don't know when. And, and then, then what? Then they pause. They pause. Okay. And, yeah. then, and the and the effects of that, all of that uh, tightening actually yeah. make their way into the economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what They're, it takes time. They see time. inflation starting to come in a little bit. They see job growth slowing a little bit. They get They've done all this tightening, yeah. and they say monetary policy works with a long lag. Right. Let me just hang out here for at four and a half for a little bit, see what the world looks like, and right. then – yeah, and I think they're getting pressure as well because because job losses are starting to yeah. come in, right? You, you start yeah. to get those uh, those doves are turning. Yeah, uh, so they they uh, they're weighing that inflation versus uh, job growth yeah. uh, trade off, and then and then I think we do have higher probabilities of some other shock hitting us as well. The one I uh, am particularly worried about is Europe next year. Right? I think Europe gets through this winter reasonably well. I, uh, well, I still think they go into recession, but the real pain doesn't occur until next year when they're trying to refuel all their uh, gas tanks. They're still in the middle of this protracted conflict with uh, Ukraine. So they're in, and they're, they potentially could go into a very deep recession at that point, and that has some... Because of the energy issues? Because of the energy issues. Okay. And they they, they go through their storage of natural gas. And correct. And they, can't, they have to refill at that right, point. Refilling it. And there's no one to refill and, it. Or, it's very it's difficult. Just, yeah, very difficult. Yeah. Okay. So they go down, and although I, the linkages between Europe and the U.S. aren't so tight, I think there are uh, some some repercussions. Yeah. Uh, from that uh, slowing there, that hit our uh, exporters, and yeah. uh, make it just very difficult. And also the psychology. I think consumers yeah. look over there, see what's going on with utility bills, and uh, start to pull back yeah. at that point. Got it. Okay, I'm at 40% over the next 12 months. And my path is very similar to yours. I mean, this is very interesting because you're, <laughs> the Fed keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Yep. You are, they pause, but then they have to start raising again at some point, right? I mean, oh, not no, necessarily. No? Oh, they still they <clears throat> stay I think they pause. It, they're, they're there for an extended oh. period of time. Oh, and you're saying they're at four and a half and then something bad, something happens. Yes. And, we're fra- and we're vulnerable exactly. and fragile, and that's when we go in. Yes, that's oh, right. Okay. And the, the consumer firewall is deteriorating at that point, right? Those excess yeah. savings are getting depleted yeah. increasingly. Because because why? Because the job market has slowed? Oh, the inflation is still not very Back low. In. Oh, okay. and, and the job market is slowing, right? So those okay. wage gains are slowing mm-hmm. as well. Okay, so, so I, I guess I, I'm at 40% in the next 12 months. I'm not dissimilar to your perspective. Uh, you know, four and a half, I'm not going to argue with four yeah, and a half yeah. percent, you know, uh, you know, four to four and a half percent, something like that. Uh, and they, and I agree with you, they pause, right. For the yep. reasons you gave, because top line inflation should be coming in. If oil prices are right. stable, if, if uh, supply chains are ironing themselves out and vehicle prices are starting to come in, you know, that's part of core, you know, mm-hmm. we should see some moderation job growth should, should it's slowing already. We were at 500 K a month on average, you know, Back in the spring, we're down to 350. I think we discussed that in one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We need to be no more than 100. Right. And I don't know. I think it feels like we'll probably be there by, you know, that time early next year, around 100K. And uh, they say, okay, I'm, I'm going to pause because uh, you're right. Uh, the, there's a long lag between monetary because it works through financial conditions. And right. That takes a long time to, you know, kind of iron figure that all that out. So they pause, and then uh, the in my 
40 percent, yeah, they uh, inflation works out in their favor. That you know, inflation continues to moderate. We job growth slows, uh, labor market eases. Uh, that takes the steam out of wage growth, and it, we don't have a long way to go. We're at five percent ish, you know, kind of on wage growth, right. depending on the measure. We need to be three and a half percent ish, you know, on mm-hmm. wage growth to be consistent with two percent inflation, mm-hmm. and uh, that we get that with that moderation, and we that's kind of sort of a soft landing. You're seeing this very smooth type of path here. Or well, or? it's never a straight line, right? And there will be shocks, but yeah. you know, I'm and you're right. It, it, I mean, if it if we get another supply side shock of any consequence, you're, you're right. We'll go into recession. But I, I'm not building that into my baseline. And maybe that, 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 that's kind of where maybe we... Maybe that's where we differ. Well, or agree <laughs> oh. when it comes to the forecast. Because you would not change the forecast. You would still have a non-recessionary forecast. In the next 12 months. In the yeah. next 12 months. <laughs> here, okay. here it comes. Okay, here it comes. Yep. Okay, uh, okay so, so what indicators should we be looking at to gauge recession over the next... 12 months, or, or should I wait until we do the 18th month and come back to that question? No, I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, okay, it's appropriate. Because okay, <laughs> it'll, yeah. it'll feed into the mm-hmm. 18 month as well. Okay. All right, so. It has to be the yield curve. It has to be the yield curve, yeah. Okay, you want to explain? Difference between the uh, 10-year and the two-year treasury rate. Are There's your treasury yields. Yield curves. That's one yield curve. Yeah, that's one yield. yield curve. That's, uh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's not with my narrative, but. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, Right, typically upward sloping, typically uh, longer duration or longer um, time periods require higher yields. When they invert, uh, where the two-year is above the 10-year yield, uh, it has signaled a recession almost every time since uh, World War II. Right now, we're deeply inverted, about 40 basis points, and we've been that way for several months now. I think we inverted briefly in April, kind of yeah. Undid that, yeah. and then in June, July. Yeah, this is a hard yeah. inversion. This is definitely a hard inversion. Hard, long inversion. Mm-hmm. This is harder than the pandemic, pre-pandemic Correct. inversion for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, so. Well, well that, that, I mean, that's not a really that's, great example. No, I mean, but. But but, it, but actually, that it, was it, signaling the, something. Was something. Gonna, yeah, yeah, it was going to weaken was, before, even before the pandemic. True, but it wasn't signaling. Versus this kind of. Much. much uh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't right. nearly as severe. It was a close call. Severe. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I remember. So, well, I remember somebody using the yield curve to support their 2020. I still recession. am. I still am. You, wait. I got a counterpunch. Cap- I, I got a counterpunch right. to this. Okay. I got a counterpunch right. to this. We'll see. I'm There's playing no cap- rope dope now, right. baby. Yeah, I learn. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm. You know, I can learn. Still at my age. You know. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Especially with this guy. You know, you got to be. Uh, I don't know how you got to adapt. I can't imagine traveling with you two. The conversations and the the debates. Actually, so it's it good. works it's out good. really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I go like balance. this. I go like this. I get tired. And I say, he puts Chris, his head. Please. He puts his headphones on <laughs> <laughs> on the plane. Uh, actually, it works out well. We got a good. Yeah. We got a good thing going. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we can Abbott, charge, Abbott we can and charge for this. Right, yeah. I'm pointing to Sarah. Sarah's like uh, leads the way on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So wait, inverted wait, yield oh, curve. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, uh. Explain the, the, the people are saying. Well. Why, what's the intuition behind that? Why, why does an inversion of the yield curve signal recession? What's the intuition behind that? Yeah, so it's investors indicating that they are afraid of the future, right? That the, the uh, economy is going to face some type of slowdown, and they're willing to accept a lower yield for that very long-term uh, debt that they are uh, supporting in exchange for you know, that, that security, on top of that, perhaps if you're thinking more economically, it's it's it is a strain on the financial system, right? 
banks make money when the yield curve is positively uh, uh, sloped, right? When you have that inversion, it makes it very difficult for them to earn any type of net interest margin. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you could say that the yield curve then is causing the uh, yeah uh, the stress on the financial system. Credit dries up. And that leads to a pullback in spending. Right. Too much credit's a problem. You yeah. Overlevered, that kind of thing. Not enough credit's a problem. Exactly. Credit crunch exactly. slows economic growth. There's a happy medium there. Exactly. And, and if the curve inverts, banks that fund themselves with short-term money at a higher rate than they can lend out with long-term money can't make money, so I don't exactly. lend. That's yeah. right. No That's credit, right. no growth. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. Um, but you don't like the yield curve as a leading indicator. Historically, you've not liked it. Not historically, no. Why? Just because I think with quantitative easing and tightening, <clears throat> which is the Fed buying and selling treasury securities, they're altering the term structure of the yield curve. So I just think the message today is different than it was in the past. So, yeah, but so you do believe it prior to this round? Yeah, pre, Pre-financial pre crisis. Pre-financial even. crisis. Yeah, I thought the yield curve was a pretty good predictor. But the kind of the consensus view, and doesn't mean it's right, but the consensus view on the quantitative easing and tightening is what matters for interest rates, long-term interest rates, is the stock of securities that mm-hmm. the Fed owns, not the change in. Right. So they, they expanded, in the QE, mm-hmm. they expanded their balance sheet, took a lot of treasury mortgage securities, put it on their balance sheet. It's bloated. So all else being equal, that would suggest long-term interest rates are lower than they otherwise would be without the QE. Correct. Okay. So you're saying the 10-year yield should actually... Be higher. Be higher. Mm-hmm. So the curve is not in, inverted. Or clo- Yeah, it's not yeah. as deeply inverted as it is now. As it appears to be. Right. Yeah, it may be the 40, 50 basis points that it, relative to the two-year yield today may actually not be inverted at all. Correct. So that would be a signal that there is no recession. Right. Okay, but remember, so that comes counter to your 7, 75%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, talk, talk about a blow. No. That's a blow. No, no. <laughs> That's a big blow. No. Right to the nose. <laughs> Shem, was that a blow? You got no. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. yeah. How much did you pay him? I didn't pay him anything. Oh, yeah. He's taking him yeah. out to dinner. Yeah. No, because the economy and financial markets can do two different things. So if you look at the economic data, it's suggesting, you know, we're, we're, we could get in trouble soon because if you look at the senior loan officer survey, the yeah. net percent of banks tightening lending standards on CNI, yeah. CNI loans, uh, commercial and industrial, is rising. So more okay. banks are tightening screws back to the yield curve being inverted. Oh, so you're saying yeah. that's a good indicator to watch for? It's, actually, it's in our probability recession models. And it so, works pretty well? Yep. Okay. It's one of the, the most important along with the yield curve. But it's just it's reflecting the yield curve is what you're saying. Potentially, right? yeah. <laughs> I did it with both. Take the yield curve out. Yeah put senior loan officer survey in, vice versa. Right. And huh. that model would say 60% probability in the next 12 months. Yeah. Okay. All right, but... That's a tough well, let me, let me argument to make here, right? High, pro, pro, high recession odds. I don't believe the yield curve, and yet the yield curve supports your high recession odds. No, I'm not saying it supports it 100%. <laughs> I, I don't even look at the yield curve. I don't care about the yield curve. I uh, hate the yield curve. Oh, I see. So yeah. it might not have to... It doesn't have to invert you, to have a recession. That, that don't even pay attention to the yeah. yield curve. But that's a pretty that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, because it's so precious. Yeah, especially working with you two. No, like I'm all I hear about is the yield curve. Well, if you're right about the recession, right, then we're naturally going to look back and say, "Oh, yield curve inverted." Well, you know, okay, victory. But let's, let's, let's <laughs> no, I would not right say here. the yield curve. I would not use that as a victory. Well, I don't want a recession. Nobody wants a, no, no no victory for the yield curve. 
uh, in oh, terms yeah. of its ability to predict. And but you'll say, no, no, asterisk. You know, well, the, the pandemic is a huge asterisk on the yield curve. But the yield curve. No, what, what, do you, what do you mean? I thought it, it inverted. It did not. All right. It did invert. No, it, it did invert. It wasn't but a it hard did, inversion. No. But it but, inverted. All right, so. Yeah. But I'm, it's not the pandemic. It was just saying that the economy is vulnerable. Right. Probably. Okay, never mind. No, no. no. But I got, I, got, like I got something else I want to All right. I want something else on the yield curve okay. that we need to discuss. The policy yield curve, which is the difference between the 10-year yield and the Fed funds rate, has also been quite prescient, very prescient historically. Yeah, that's heavily manipulated, though. As, exactly. As what Ryan do you mean heavily manipulated? That's all. It's due to the the, the Fed, Fed controls well, it. Well, that's the point. It's a, we're, we're, this recession we're talking about now is a lot largely the result of Fed policy. What the Fed's going to do or not do, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, if you yeah. if you believe well, the okay, Fed was behind, okay, the okay, so, so <laughs> okay. the yield curve, the policy yield curve, what I call the policy yield curve. I don't know if anyone else calls it that. No one else calls it that. But oh, really? you, you can go. I like it. I like you it. You can coin right? it. That's yeah. good because it is I a like, policy yield. It is. Yes, it's very true. So you have the ten-year Treasury yield relative to the federal funds rate target, the actual rate they control. And every time that inverts, we get a recession. And uh, there are, I think it, the one wrap against is you've had a couple, three false positives you know, along the way. It, it inverted a little bit and a recession not, not followed. Not a deep inversion, but you had some inversion. But what's that? False negative, right? False negative? False negative? Mm-hmm. Well, false negative. Okay. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. Hey, yeah, yeah. that's my little jab yeah. back, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that has, right now, the 10 year yield is three and a half, and it's moving up pretty yep. quickly. It's been moving up, it's up 50 basis points, a half a point in a pretty short period of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the funds rate is now two and a half. Let's say that it goes 75 basis points, like we all said mm-hmm. this week. That means the top end of the range is three and a quarter. We're still at te- three and a half, and conceivably, even under our forecasts for Fed funds, you know, the 10-year can keep on moving northward and stay above the 10-year yield. You know, the, cur- the curve will get flat, flatter than it is now, but it actually won't invert. Therefore, It could. It could also not. No, I know, but, but, but my point is it's, yeah. not, it's not signaling proof positive that there's a recession, you know, dead ahead, right? 12, no, yeah, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the best yield curve is the 10-year minus the three-month and the three-month sensitive yeah. the policy rate. And that will invert on Wednesday or Thursday, Thursday morning. Why is that the best one? It's, it's not false. controlled by the. Uh, no, the, it's complete. so close. Come on. It's so closely tied. It's not direct, but it has the best track record. Beats your 10 2. Uh, oh, you can. Well, what, 10 year policy rate? No, the 10 funds? The, ten, the he's 10 saying year Fed funds rate? My, yeah. the 10 2. We should. Let's go look. I can look That's at it. That's a good question, though. That's a good question. Okay. All right, let's move forward. Uh, this is now we're down to brass tacks. We're getting, here. yeah. Uh, recession probabilities over the next 18 months. 70%. I didn't ask you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shem, did you see how he did that? He just jumps in. Uh, just, yeah, he yeah. just jumps in. I found my, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found yeah. the, the, right, uh, 70%. the Okay, 70%. So what are you at? Oh, it's less than 70%. I'd be like 65 to 70. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh. Because I think the next 12 months, if we get through that, we have a fighting chance. To get yeah. to avoid it, yeah, but it's still high, uncomfortably yeah. high. So what is it? What is it? You said sixty-five to seventy. Okay, still you would have a recession. Oh yeah, in your, in yeah. your forecast. Okay, okay, so seventy percent because odds are in this eighteen-month period we are going to get hit by something that's big enough to push us in. There's that uh, certainly, yeah, but I also think the sociological. 
pressures are also there over that longer time period. What does that mean? Right. Well, recession is a sociological phenomenon. Yeah. End, right. People lose faith, confidence. Yeah. Businesses right. decide you know, not the time to invest. Yeah. And all these things we've mentioned, or at least I've mentioned, in terms of a global recession, Europe, probably parts of Asia, uh, going into recession uh, in the not too distant future. The uh, excess savings that consumers have built up, whittling down over time here. Right. High interest rates from the Fed actually having real economic impact over this time period, that's what pushes us uh, into recession. And I think any little, then I would agree with you, any type of little shock yeah, I mean, at that point pushes us in. Do we, we, do we need a shock then? We don't really no. need it, but no. uh, any excuse at that point I think will be one that we go in. Yeah. takes us in. Yeah, okay. Shem is signaling we've got about 10 minutes left. Um, okay, I'm at 50%. That's low. That's low. Oh, that's 50%. really low. I'm surprised the two... The two of you are like housing gurus, and you didn't yeah. mention housing. So yeah. in our forecasts, yeah. we have year-over-year declines in new home sales, 30% in the first quarter of next year. One false positive. Yeah, but I, what, do you, what do you mean? When it oh. falls 30% year-over-year, a yeah. recession is usually 12 months ahead. Oh, that's interesting. And the only false... Is that new home sales or existing home new sales? New home sales. New home sales. We get a 30% decline. Yeah around the pandemic when you had sales go through the roof yeah. and then come back down. Yeah, yeah. But if you go back to the early 1970s, since any time new home sales fall that far, recession's 12, a little bit, maybe right around there, 12 months later. Yeah, it's almost, it's, that's an interesting point. I, I didn't know that. Uh, it makes sense because housing is the most rate-sensitive exactly. sector yep. of the mm -hmm. economy. But I almost look at that as, at this point, a, and it's almost like bad news is good news. I would cool the housing market. Well, we need we, we need yeah, no, we, we need to get job growth down fast, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, otherwise the economy will overheat. I mean, wage growth, inflation won't come in like we want. So we got to get job growth from 350k where we are underlying job growth right now monthly down to 100k south of 100k. Mm -hmm. So if it isn't from housing, where is that coming from? You know, I mean, what's going to cause job? You know, where is it? going to be you know where's this where's the job growth going to come from the, the slowing in job growth going mm -hmm. to come from. job losses well we need job losses somewhere to get the job yeah. growth yeah. in aggregate to That's come right. in right so if it's not in housing i mean i'm just a little confused by because everything else even uh, even in housing the thing that makes it maybe different this time you know you know i hesitate to say that mm -hmm. but uh the, a, the thorn in the economy side the vacancy <laughs> rates are so low yeah, mm -hmm. and there's so much multifamily activity because you know people can't afford to buy single-family right. homes. Affordability's been crushed, so first-time buyers can't become home potential first-time buyers can't become. There's their rent, rent. So we see a lot of construction. It's all, and they're they're they are short-stabbed. You looked at uh, at uh, unfilled positions. They they've got a lot of them. Um, oh, yeah. So what happens is they stop building single-family homes, and people just walk across the road and go work on the multifamily development. And then we got the infrastructure thing kicking in True. in 23. Mm -hmm. So we, maybe, you know, I'm worried we don't even see any, I mean, it seems really weird to say, but we see no job loss in construction. So where's the job loss going to come from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leisure, hospitality, other mm -hmm. sectors of the economy where people are pulling back, right? Yeah. But now you're, you're but then feeding that, Chris then and I's narrative that if the job growth doesn't slow, yeah. the Fed's going to come Fed's, in yep. even harder. Yeah. Guns are blazing. Yeah. Well, that is my, that is the scenario though, to get to recession. It's, it's, it's the following that they, they, they go to four and a quarter, four and a half by the early next year, they pause. Right. <clears throat> Things don't slow sufficiently. Right. 
you know, we don't get the job growth slowing like we need to. We don't get uh, overall inflation and core inflation mm-hmm. slowing like we need to. And they start tightening again at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels like more like, to me, the most likely recession scenario. But you see that as low probability. No, 50%. Yeah. I don't see that low. That's you, pretty damn high. If you read the Fed's beige book, yeah. employers plan on keep hiring just because they know how difficult it is. So yeah. they, don't, they don't want to pull back and they don't want to lay off workers. Yeah. That's why I think one of the best things I'm tracking is the beverage curve. Yeah. The relationship or the relationship between the unemployment rate and job opening rate. Yeah. The Fed's got to pull it straight down. Yeah. Pull labor demand down. They've never done that. Yeah. Because without the unemployment rate rising, and that's kind of my narrative for a recession. By the way, uh, did you see my Twitter feed this weekend? You, you're not no. looking at my Twitter feed? Shem, are you looking at my Twitter feed? Always. See? <laughs> <laughs> we got lots of sports on the weekend. The, la- the, lowest, <laughs> the lowest thing on my you list. You can come back things. anytime you want, Shem. Yeah. Eduardo, I'm not so sure about. Yeah, he's very quiet over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what'd you tweet out? Uh, the beverage curve? Uh, I, you know, variation, a Phillips curve. Okay. It, oh, the prime age? Yeah. Uh, EPOP versus wage growth. It's mm-hmm. actually a really. At Mark Zandi, at you. Mark Zandi, uh, you know, uh, really cool chart. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this was in This Week in the Economy on uh, Economy.com. Yeah, but in, yeah, you I saw it? that there. I was saw it a there. cool chart? It was a cool chart. Yeah. 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 It's too hard to explain to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You need but a visual. It's free, though, yeah. right? Um, yeah. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Economy.com. Is it free? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You don't put, put it on let's the make it free. Yeah, let's make it free. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be free now. Yeah. So it boils down, in my mind, that you get into – into um, you know second half of 23, maybe mid 23, and the question at that point is whether the labor market's kind of normalizing, because at the current employment to population ratio for prime age workers about 80 percent, a little over, mm-hmm. that would be consistent with 3.5 percent wage right. growth historically, which is exactly where you would want it. That's mm-hmm. where we were pre-pandemic, consistent with the full employment economy. But because of the pandemic shifting, you know creating problems in the labor market, disruptions. It's pushed that Phillips curve up and out. And so that 80% EPOP for prime age workers is not consistent with 5%. Right. And what I'm, what is key to whether we go in recession or not is whether that normalizes that curve, the Phillips curve come back to where it was in time so that, you know, we get, you know, 3.5% consistent with an EPOP. Also, the other the interesting thing is the the slope of the curve is now more po- more positively sloped. Mm-hmm. So it suggests you don't need as much of a decline in EPOP to get wage growth coming in, right? Right. Than you did before. But that's that's the crux of the matter in my mind. And I I say 50-50 because you know, I can see it going either way here. You know, that the it normalizes sufficiently that the wage growth moderates and inflation comes in back to the Fed's target quickly enough that they don't have to start tightening again. But, you know, that's very much a forecast. So it, it moderates without additional uh, Fed interaction. Uh, well, Fed you know, four and a half financial conditions are tight. You know, you, you, according to the model, we're pretty close to death at that point anyway. Mm-hmm. But you're saying consumers, businesses are self-regulating then, right? They're moderating their well, they that, their yeah, spending. Interestingly, their, they have been, haven't they? Right? They have some. They have consumers certainly have been, right? But we'd expect much more. Yeah, I, to, I expect that they don't. They don't do. They well, they they provide the resilience so we don't go in. But they don't, they don't, they're not spending with abandon, right? They, they moderate to a, enough degree that growth slows sufficiently that we get wage growth in and inflation in. So that, that is quite a needle thread. No right? doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No, I that totally is, agree with that. That's a narrow path. It's a narrow path. Yeah. Yeah. So I if you average totally the three of our probability of re- recessions, it's still below. No, no, wait. 
You're you're what? Seventy. Seven? No, that's 18 yeah. months. Horizon? 18 months. 70? Yeah. 70. I'm at 40. No, 50. 50 sorry, 50. 50. Sorry, I was 120. 120. And 70. Okay, 190. 190. Divided by three. Oh, this is. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah. It's close. We're it's like. There. Yeah. A whisker. Well, fortunately, if we that's waited. not the way any of this works. <laughs> 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 the uh, votes are weighted a bit Mark, here. Yeah, Mark's so. waiting. Oh, or, yeah. man. <laughs> Mark's gets yeah. 99% weight. Well, no, that, 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 uh, uh, well, this is a great way to end, right? Because mm-hmm. this is exactly where we are. I mean, in my mind, we're right on the precipice of changing our forecast fundamentally from one that slow gro- Under any scenario, it's going to be painful, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's debating that. Yeah, yeah. But whether we go from, and this is maybe more symbolic than real, I'm not sure. Because what's the difference between an economy that's kind of struggling along bottom or one that goes into a mild recession? There's a difference, but, you know. Yeah, and then demographically, some people. Yeah. Already today are feeling. Feels like it's a recession. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The heat. So even if we just are growing below potential. Yeah, people are going to feel pain. There are Mm -hmm. definitely people who are saying this is a recession for people. And remember, that's what the Fed said. They're going to keep going, even though it's going to cause pain to households and businesses. Yeah. All right. Well, let's end with this. Um, What would have to happen for you to change your (laughs) forecast in a significant way? For you to lower the odds and for me to raise the odds. What would have to happen? Oh, uh, so some type of resolution to the Russia-Ukraine crisis, mm-hmm. certainly. That would do it. Yep. Changes my outlook. Yeah. Uh, it feels positive. like a cop-out, though. Something more fundamental than that. No? <laughs> yeah. Uh, beyond that? Um, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in terms of the workings of the economy, something else has to work out. Maybe it goes back to my Phillips curve chart. You know, It just has to work out properly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take that off the table then, right? Energy kind of normalizes, not the factor. I, I still, it's very difficult in this situation for the Fed not to make an error. Yeah. Right. So what else has to happen? That uh, I think it's this uh, this concept of consumers and businesses self-regulating, right? Yeah. If they pull back okay. gradually, that's, that's, gradually, that's interesting. Right? Yep. Yeah. Without actually yeah going off the cliff or being going forced into the off the bunker, right? Yeah. They they just keep their hand on the bunker, yeah. cautious. Right. Circumspect in their spending and investment, but they don't actually go in. That's right. You're seeing the job growth actually yeah. moderate. Yeah. You know, the Fed doesn't have yeah. to act quite as aggressively. They're yeah. getting what they are All looking right. for. Yeah, good point. Okay, what would it take? I agree with Chris. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, the Fed's able to maybe put enough fear in, the, in businesses to pull back on hiring. Yeah. Cool the labor market. But those people that are getting lost or are unemployed find new work quickly. So the unemployment rate doesn't increase. So it's kind of pulling this rabbit out of their hat where they can cool the labor market, which at least historically have had a hard time doing it. Yeah. So, so the vacancies are, are the, uh, the job postings are coming Coming off. down quickly, right. but the unemployment rate, just because the job market's still strong, demand is strong for labor, that those people find work quickly and we don't see an increase in the unemployment rate. It comes out of wage, wage growth. comes out of wage growth. By the way, one quick point. You, you mentioned something to me uh, on the last podcast that – the quit rate, the percent of the labor force that's quitting mm-hmm. their jobs, a very good indicator of wage growth, future wage growth. For the employment cost index. And it is elevated, but it is coming in pretty It's fast. coming in quickly, yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in terms of what we're talking about here. It's good for like a quarter ahead. Yeah. That's, yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, the near term. That what's going to matter is the next six, 
No, three but, to six but, months but here. the trend lines here look, look they look good. They look They're good. Better, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, if it's sustained. Yeah, if it's sustained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, yeah. I mean, obviously, if any, the flip of what you said, if anything <laughs> goes wrong, oil prices go up or toast. You know, I had this nightmare of a hurricane blowing through the Gulf, hitting the Texas coast, wiping out a refinery, no capacity, oil, gas. Even if oil prices stay where they are, gasoline prices go to, you know, back up to five dollars a gallon. We're done. You know, that undermines confidence. We're we're going in. Yeah. Uh, if anything goes wrong on the pandemic, if China, you know, has a bad wave and they shut the whole thing down, supply chains mm-hmm. are disrupted again. I, I think we're we're toast. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd have to say, you know, if we're going to, my scenario is going to come to pass. We need the monthly inflation numbers to go from, you know, right now it's 0.4.5 per month on core and in CPI inflation on average. On average. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little lower time. A little last yeah. month was obviously a little higher. Right. But we got to get down to in the next few months. We got to be printing 0.2.3, mm-hmm. and then a year from now we got to be printing 0.1.2. Right, you know, some encore. I'm so, just worried about the next few months because of rents. Yeah, and so services. Yeah. But if we, if we, you know, in the next three six months we're still at, you know, 0.4.5. You know, I think there's no way inflation is going to come in fast enough. Right, and then we go down that path where the Fed has to keep slam wrenching, on the brakes. Yeah, slam yeah. on the brakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, this was, was fun. Very therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really enjoyed it. It's all in person thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't get any ideas. Not every week. No, no, no. I'm uh. like, are you kidding me? This is Sarah. This is Sarah's brainchild. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. So, still work from home for you? Uh, remote work. Uh, there's no going back for me. No going back. I'm right. remote entirely forever. Uh, well, you know, well, it's not very long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to call it a podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Obviously, we, we really uh, uh, enjoyed this. Any topics top of mind, let us know. Uh, we're, we'd be very happy to tackle them. Uh, if you've got guests you'd like us to invite, you know, let us know. We're, we'll be happy to invite them. But um, uh, we'll catch you next time. Take care now. Bye. Bye.